What's up? This is Daily Strain number 246. I had a 245. I didn't finish. Like, I didn't listen back to it to make sure it's what I want. So, we're skipping it. I'll get back to it. Um, we are outside today. We're enjoying the park. And we are reading a book I recently um, thrifted, question mark, from, from a, a secondhand bookshop. Um, super cute. I, like, recorded a little vlog that day. So, damn, airplane. One second. I know. All right then. Okay. So, anyways, back to the book. Um, it is called "Love Is Not Enough" by Bruno Bettelheim, I believe. Not gonna lie, I've obviously never heard this shit said out loud, so I believe that's how it's last name is pronounced. But, um, regardless, I honestly just fell in love with this old ass cover and this old ass, and just like the phrase on the the title. Had no idea what it's about. Didn't care. No jacket, no sleeve. It's just you know, it's this nasty kind of um old like actual book skin or whatever the hell um and let's see it was copyright 1950 by the free press um yeah man uh i didn't know what it's about i just got it damn another one uno momentum and who's to say it's even louder for y'all but it's really just a personal issue I'm having with that noise because um, we're already in nature there's enough there's enough noises I don't need a giant metal fake bird you know along with the real birds who like I'm in their crib so it's like go crazy um, anyways so back to the book the surprise part right that I'm trying to get to is um, it is about child rearing or not even that it's about abnormal child psychology and observations um, Basically, there is a, I think University of Chicago had a side school for, you know, um, basically uh, abnormal children, children who have been in psychological distress, uh, you know, parents send the kids away type shit. And I really have only gotten through the introduction so far, but I'm in love with the book already. So I'm just like, bro, yes, bro, yes. Um that phrase, love is not enough, like, I say it the most, obviously, in a romantic context, um, but no, like, when something's true, it's pretty much true, um, and it's such a good principle, it's such a good thing to remember, um, and specifically, I just wanted to, like, touch on what I just read, so there's a, there's a lot of great, just in the introduction, there's a lot of great examples, but, um, what I just read is on page 10 of the introduction, um, it says, uh, well, I'll do a little bit of background. There is the talk about how modern, and in this case, it's like 1950 modern, um, child rearing has kind of overcorrected into outside of like the authoritarian, like kids can't talk, kids shut, like kids gotta shut the fuck up, doesn't matter what they think or feel, to a like overly permissive um, sort of like decision to raise kids by like resisting the urge to control them or like overly pushing certain freedoms and things like that which of course like in 1950 it's still not i don't think is as wild as it is right now in terms of uh, permissiveness but one thing that one this example that he like brings up here it's like um it says that it is less on page nine it says it is less the ch- adult's actions than the way the child tries to interpret or explain his observations to himself which may interfere with his normal development much more so than the facts of his training, which may have been rigid or permissive. Um, 
the details of how people discipline or rear or restrict or, um, and not even how, it's like the discipline, or no, yeah, the level of discipline, the level of restriction, the, another one, um, the choices you make in what you will or will not allow with your child are one thing, and honestly, there's just cause for a lot of different things, but what studying, what in general, studying of normal psychology or any sort of, like, um, even if you're studying uh, medical illnesses outside of cognitive psychology, if you're, like, people study diseases um, in a preventative and, like, diagnostic way, um, but it also teaches us about how the body in a objectively, or quotes, healthy way would prefer to interact or how it would, or, like, you know what I mean? We're reverse engineering stuff when we study the abnormal to try to create a capsule of healthy, which that concept in and of itself obviously is problematic and non-inclusive, but one problem at a time, right? So anyways, the example that comes after this is talking about cleanliness um, and like society's taboos against getting dirty and allowing kids to be dirty and how like a lot of people at this time period when it's written are trying, especially a lot of like new psychologists are trying to um, encourage people to let their kids play in dirt and like, you know, like resist that um, classic urge to like tell kids they're not allowed to play with dirt when they have a natural tendency or a natural desire that they are, they would be suppressing in order to do so. But um, when the, it says on page nine again, but when adults are not too sure about it within themselves, they try in their actions to rely on what they know about problem children in general, rather than to trust their spontaneous insight into a particular child's needs in that moment. So that's talking about how, um, basically saying like noobs in like the child psychology er- area in that time period are like yeah no we, let's leave these kids play with dirt like let's be radical you know what I mean people are always trying to like overcompensate um in some ways but again even even when you come from he's basically pointing out you when you come from that like oh most kids don't get to do what they want let's give them this thing I think children need instead of like paying attention to the moment so I'm going to read another passage um, starting on page nine and it'll end on page 10. I'll try to be quick. All right. A child who has formerly been over clean, but has already started on his way towards the breakdown of his defenses may hesitate about getting himself dirty if he's playing with wet sand, but at the same time wanting to do so. Unable to solve this conflict, he will probably look to the adult for guidance. But suppose in this case that the adult has not entirely solved the conflict between his own childish desire to mess with dirt and the demands for personal cleanliness that we make in our society freaking underline bro he will then find himself either defensive about the need to clean or defensive about the child's air quotes right or not air quotes quotes um right to get dirty but since he is working in a modern therapeutic institution this is you know the allegation in this example he will be convinced that it would be better for better for the child if he was encouraged to dirty himself so there's little doubt that his over attitude will be one of permissiveness towards the child about dirt but this is the part like that kills me bro yet because of his own unsettled conflict this conscious behavior will be flavored by unconscious tendencies. If I could tattoo that on my forehead, which I understand I could, obviously this expression, I don't really want to do that. But that outside of child rearing, like literally if there's anything that I feel like probably theoretically most people can understand, but in practice it is the most obvious um, dissonance that I feel in my relationships to other people, watching other people's family dynamics, everything it is that the idea that you can overcompensate for unsettled and unhealed and un 
addressed and unaccepted internal conflict by just making the right conscious choices is exactly how the most intuitive of our beings and the most truthful of of genres which is like nature or children like the, the the most pure environments will without fail still be able to recognize your unconscious flavoring no matter what your conscious activity is and so that's why i love you know the study of children and i love um environments that are stripped of a lot of societal things mostly because like i don't be fucking with society it's got a lot of it's got a lot of conflicting things to me a lot of things like don't make sense right but i also think that anybody that is kind of like on a journey of like really seeking truth within themselves anybody that like makes that a standard for their life you get less and less tolerant or you're at least more and more sensitive to that level of conflict when the subconscious feelings are palpable despite a conscious choice to present a certain way um so it's like uh, i'll do the rest of this like little section um so I'll start with the part that I underlined. Yet because of his own unsettled conflict, this conscious behavior will be flavored by unconscious tendencies, period, the fuck. Um, for example, he may verbalize encouragement, but may unconsciously recognize that he must swallow a personal repugnance. And this may express itself in a too eager encouragement or a too eager joining of the child in his messing with his hand. The child in, per in a personal conflict between his desire to get dirty and his wish to live up to his parents' demands will feel that the adult too is in conflict no matter what he says out loud. This will tend to make the child more rather than less doubtful and in any case will make him suspicious of the adult who speaks one way and seems to feel quite another. Dog. Children are intelligent. They are more in touch with like how they feel than anybody. Okay? No ego. Straight up like feels. Um, love that for them. Or maybe it's not no ego, but you know what I mean. Um, especially with their parents. They're going to feel like they felt you with all your emotions before they understood words, before they ever had a body to even externalize themselves from your body in the, you know, anyways, with the person that carried the baby. So um, I just really love this. I, I, I'm super excited for the rest of the book. It's a lot of like uh, examples from uh, like shadowing and following along with this school. Um, that I believe, again, is like, let me make sure that's true before I publish this. Um, let's see. Um, he defines school like a couple pages ago, one second. Uh, the University of Chicago Sonia Shankman Orthogenic School. Um, it's an experimental or laboratory school. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm really excited for the rest of this book, but I did want to just kind of like i might read it one more time dog just this sentence right here of course like the title love is not enough but because of his own unsettled conflict this conscious behavior will be flavored by unconscious tendencies dog it like you can do the, the quote right thing but the right behavior while you're suppressing any sort of conflict while you're suppressing any sort of emotion um, when you're not allowing yourself to be your whole self and you still make the, quote, right choice, it's still not, it's not going to feel the same. It's not going to feel the same. And, and anything that is connected to truth um, or more connected than you, honestly, because of the distance that you're experiencing and that you're fulfilling, um, is going to feel that. It's going to feel that. It could, 
you can treat someone well, but if you are not like healed or if you are not able to connect to your emotions, if there are parts of yourself that you treat so badly, but you want to treat everybody else super good, they're always going to feel that. To me, it feels like a deficit, right? Or parents that like overly love on their children in public and like the kids are like, nigga, what are you doing? Because this is not who you are behind closed doors. And, you know, that that disingenuine positive thing is always going to still feel different than a genuine positive thing and an organic positive thing. And I think a lot of people think like they rush to make the new choice. They rush to make the right decision, thinking that that's going to have more of an impact. And that is like, that's kind of where we get paper straws and like, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of where we get, damn, playing. One second. Um, I gotta go soon. It is 9.24. But um, I'll wrap it up. Just wanted to like point out that like the goal is not just to appease people. The goal is not just to get over on the moment. The goal is not to just like try out doing the right thing. In my opinion, the goal is to genuinely be present, genuinely be accepting of like your whole self. And so in order to get to a place where you make that right decision without a deficit, without something pure being able to tell that your subconscious is tainted, you would need to accept that that's where you are right now. And that's difficult for people to do. I totally understand. This is also why I really recommend people have like professional support in that area of accountability and like observation of self. And I also recommend people journal and um, choose not to share everything on social media that you journal or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just documenting. Even if you're not able to like strip down yourself in your journal all the way and like you still kind of perform, you still kind of like center yourself. Starting to document on a regular basis is priceless in terms of like at least being able to count on your path like to, to count the patterns to look back and be like how do I describe that situation now that I'm over it and I could tell like I was downplaying it or like you know what I mean like it's just to be able to decipher yourself especially before you have children especially before you try to love someone especially before you try to consciously be something for someone else be a safe space be this and the other like that people can feel when you've done solo work on on acceptance and love within the self people can feel it people can feel it because i i know the difference in, in my own interactions as well as like there's obviously documented research on this but like one of the most beautiful things anyone ever said to me and i think i've said this in a few episodes um is my friend candace shout out candace bro um she said, when I say no to her, it feels like love. Like, I stand on that shit, and, like, she, even when I'm, like, she's being denied something, or, like, I'm um, basically not agreeing to whatever, or, like, not appeasing, whatever, whatever it is, um, whatever I'm saying no to, because of why I'm saying no, it feels different. Um it feels different because it's not, it's not, you know, this, like, defensive knee-jerk, it's not ego, it's, you know what I mean, like, obviously I have ego, um, 
but it's like that that meant so much to me especially because it's like I consider Candace to be somebody I like admire and look up to I obviously don't like want to put anybody on the pedestal but um to have someone much more accomplished than me much more um societally adjusted much more like um productive and you know all these all these things that I feel like I'm lacking really genuinely um that's something I have to work on right accepting and loving my value despite xyz but that's not even it like to me it's just like there are people who I feel like are more successful than me in a capitalistic or societal or just traditional way or even just the way that like I was taught success is and this that and the other so it's like for the most part I was told by people in that position the position of like somebody I admire for their productivity or their accomplishments or this that and the other that I can't tell them no because bitch is it right it's not is the wind making all the water come out the tree? No, it might be raining. We don't know. We're going to wrap it up anyways. Um, but basically, like, I was kind of, like, that feeling of knowing somebody saying no with love was not prioritized. Um, and so, like, to be acknowledged by someone who I feel has, a, you know, like, a better grip on how to be an adult to be acknowledged for something I worked on that doesn't have tangible dividends, like that doesn't have like a, a capitalistic value. Um, like the work I did was for me. And I did it instead of many times I did a lot of things like right now, instead of straight up like rise and grind, like whatever, whatever, I needed to come to the park. There is no receipt you know what I mean? Like, there is no ROI I can show anybody that says, like, this is more important than a 9.30 being at my desk. I just do that for me. And so for, for someone who doesn't have to acknowledge or doesn't, like, reap the direct benefits of the, of the work that I did even before I knew her, to acknowledge that was extremely powerful to me. Um, and again, it solidifies, like, why this book is, like, really touching um, a, a accord for me or like why I think this kind of research is so important is because like people can feel it the word can be the same two people can say the exact same thing people can do the exact same behavior but people and and the child in you and everything like that like your inner child can feel it that's another thing too like just briefly like when everyone's using these terms bro we're using these psychological terms and we're using positive psych terms and we're using like inner child work terms and we're claiming to be do my inner child is screaming or happy right now like that's cool I'm not saying it's not but I am saying that granting yourself play without doing any of the emotional work on like what your inner child needs to feel safe is going to just be the same as when an adult does not tend to the child's like needs and self-worth and like does not talk to the child about like how to accept things and it only does play like if you're only a playtime kind of guardian that does like children feel that and that's what you are you know what i'm saying um so it's just it's just like even if you're not like this research and things like that it's not just about like external children it's not just about like how to be a parent 
how to be like a leader in a workplace. It's also just like your internal parenting and the internal work you need to do. Like if you have some sort of subconscious conflict with some of these like integral principles of like cleanliness or play or guilt-free, you know, time alone, things like that. Not, you know, eight times out of 10, like that shit come, it, it was probably began or registered or like the seed was planted for that dissonance in childhood. And so it's like, can't emphasize enough, like reparenting yourself before you have a kid, like, damn. Like, what if you didn't have to do this work of like fixing your conflicts in front of your kid? What if your kid didn't have to bear the weight of being a test subject or being the thing that triggers you all the time? What if you triggered yourself? What if you had like a therapist and a regimen? And what if you tackled some of the things that you could feel resistance on? What if you did that work before somebody pure came into your life and needed you? Um, that's at least my like motivation and stuff because the evidence is there. And there's a bunch of adult relationships and there's a bunch of interactions you're going to have and there's your own inner child that's already bearing the brunt of you not doing the work, in my opinion. Um, so it's just like before you bring a new soul into this world, who's going to have to deal with everyone else's dissonance and conflict and society. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's already bad enough out here. So it's like I, I have a personal goal to do as much work as I can to resolve as much of the conflict I have with the principles of life, with the principles that I was like taught or like the things I have resistance on that genuinely affect my happiness and genuinely could come up as I raise a child. Like I have a goal to do as much work as I can on those things before I'm engaging with someone who isn't thinking, oh, this adult is also working on these things. No. Their whole, like, that is their whole job is to figure this shit out. And I want, I want to be at a place of, like, relative peace. You can't, you know, healing is not like a boom, get to your destination, you're done type shit. I know that. I know that there will be new, like, that's my thing, too, is I'm saying all this, knowing that there will be new triggers. There will be new dimensions to the work that I'm doing. So it's not like I think I can do all this work before having a kid and I'm going to be a perfect parent. No, it is so that when the, the, the new things come up, whatever my new lesson is, whatever I'm working on at that time, while I'm present, whatever gets triggered within the child, whatever my child needs, I have capacity for it because I'm not battling demons I could have handled in my 20s. You know what I mean? Maybe you don't. It doesn't matter. Um, but that's my, that's my spiel for today. Um, I actually love the park for this. So, especially as I get to, like, wake up earlier, I might, I might continue, you know what I mean? Remember when I used to walk around in Atlanta and do this, and it would be, like, a busy street, and it was, like, chaos? Um, this was, this was chiller. I thought it was going to be raining today, so I'm, like, super pleasantly surprised with the weather. Um, love this book. I'll continue to read this book. Um, a bunch of books that I thrifted at that time. Also hope to drop the vlog. I, like, labeled all the footage yesterday. Woo! Um. Anyways, have a good day. It is, um, it's your day. So go crazy. Just do something nice for yourself. Be kind um, to yourself and others. Genuine kindness, not just pacification. Um, you're the best. Bye.